what is up everybody and welcome hey. to another new episode of the silver tryhards podcast uh i am your host sean love and with me as always is my co-host ryan Travatori and also terry cruz and terry cruz yeah got the <laughs> crack down picture he looks like he's yelling at me like he's like he's like get to that podcast all right podcast better yeah <laughs> I won't try and do a Terry Crews impression. I'm terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, just want to thank anybody who's tuning in live with us or is listening to this throughout the week on podcast services, which we are streaming this live on YouTube and Twitch, and we are available on all podcast services, however you want to consume our content. And I do want to give, before we get started, before we jump into the Gamer Beat, I want to give a huge shout out to those people who um have been supporting our content on on youtube mostly been following ryan and i on twitch and youtube with our our various uh game streams our various game playthroughs uh this uh, earlier in the week i finished a um a blind run of dark souls and i know uh our our more frequent viewers have uh <laughs> were mocking me as i went through and um you know, it was a it was a fun experience. So uh, that was the first time I'd played pretty much a from software game, and so thank you to to everyone who supports us and uh, to all our new. We we acquired some new subscribers uh, this week as well, and so I um I kind of wrote up my experience on the Dark Souls subreddit, and a bunch of people were like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna stream you're gonna continue with part two and three. You're you're gonna throw yourself into this gauntlet. Then uh, I, you know we're gonna hop on board. So I want to again just want to. Sincere thank you to those those who do support us and and Ryan is currently doing the Daughters of Ash mod and he mentioned right before the show he's gonna the moment Sekiro comes out he's like I'm I, I call dibs I'm streaming that <laughs> so he's uh he's excited for for that new From game so anyway enough gushing enough um you know thanking you guys <laughs> but uh we wouldn't be here without you so we're gonna jump right in to the news the to gamer the, beat the gamer beat gamer beat 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 and this week's news cycle was pretty much dominated by one company, Nintendo. 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 <laughs> they they know how to just be like, oh, by the way, tomorrow we're doing a direct, so drop what you're doing, and yeah, they did it again. So I want to I want to you know I've been talking already for the first five minutes of the show, Ryan. Why don't Why don't you take away? What were your thoughts on the direct? What was your your big standout announcement takeaway? Uh, I mean, at the beginning, obviously, I was excited about Mario Maker 2 and that it's coming out later this year, so that's really cool. Uh, not that I ever really got a ton into the first one, but that's just because I never touched my Wii U. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, it was, like, hard to, like, go out of the way and be like, oh, I gotta turn my Wii U on. Better blow the dust off of it. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, uh... But I think having it on the Switch, especially, like, the portability, obviously you won't be able to, like, download new levels while you're on the go, but you could, like, download a bunch of shit and then be like, all right, when I go, now I have things to play. Yeah. Um, Which I think will be cool, and it looks like they're adding in a whole bunch of new stuff for that. But I'd have to say the thing I'm most excited about was the very last thing they announced, and that was the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake, because I played... I mean, that's, like... It's like in a three-way tie for my favorite Zelda game between Link to the Past and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Link um, to the Past is is my definitive Zelda. Yeah. 
And so seeing this, I was like, oh my god, back to the Game Boy. Yeah. Breath of the Wild doesn't win because it's just such a different type of game, such mm-hmm. a departure from like typical Zelda formula style. And people can be like, oh, it's like the first Zelda, but like it's not really like the first Zelda because like go look at the first Zelda. Uh, it's a good game, but it's nothing. You know, it's a whole different experience, obviously. Um, even if they share similar elements in terms of how you can get around and whatnot, you know, yeah. you're not like you don't find a hook shot in Breath of the Wild. Like you just climb a mountain <laughs> because you have stamina now. And if um, it rains, you don't climb the mountain. <laughs> yeah, you curse the gods and find another way around or wait till it stops raining. Uh, but but I fucking love Link's Awakening. Like I was watching it with my brother. We were at work and it was the very it's the very last thing they showed and like oh, Chris uh is Chris my brother's name and he was like um it's like oh it's just some like anime shit. It's probably gonna be some JRPG and then like since they announced like five hundred JRPGs. Yeah, and, and, and you know it was like an an animated cutscene. And then like I saw the boat and like they show you can see like the bottom half of Link, like his white tights. And I'm like, is that fucking Link? And he's like, turned back. And, and I was like, that's Link on that boat. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, is this Link's Awakening? And then like the lightning bolt goes down and like, that's totally the Link's Awakening opening. And then it like fades in and you've got the windfish aisle and everything. And we were like, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm in love with like the new art style they're doing, but like, whatever. Uh, I can understand it's like a 3D representation of, you know, more or less what it was looking like before on the original Game Boy. I like how they're like the Game Boy Color Classic and like, no, no, no. It was on the original Game Boy 1993, right? And then they, yeah, 1993. And then they re-released it on the Game Boy Color as Link's Awakening DX and added on all the colorization and everything. Yeah, Um, I think that's actually when I played it. I think yeah, I missed oh, yeah. it. That's when I played it. Yeah. I didn't play it on the original Game Boy. I played the DX version, and it was bomb as shit. It's a, it's just like, at least at the time, there's just so much in that game for a Game Boy game, especially for a Game Boy game. Like, there's so many areas, and the way that they, you know, it's all grid-like, like the original Zelda, but like, for a new age of children. <laughs> but like, well, what's funny is like when I was watching that direct, and he's like. 1993 my first thought was 16 years and he's like 26 years ago i'm like oh shit 93 was 26 years ago wasn't it oh um, but like the the thing that came that 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 i noticed very um you know very importantly they didn't say jack shit about the 3ds they are like letting the 3ds out to die ever so slowly because like i love when the switch came out they're like no 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 it's still gonna be a flagship system right alongside the switch it's for a different market of people no it's not it's the same shit and now you realized it finally and you're gonna let it die like you should have let it die when you brought the switch out in the first place that's Um, you know what's funny is that's 100 percent true i didn't even realize it because um, in all the other Nintendo Directs, they've like kind of alternated between Switch and 3DS announcements, and this was just 100% Switch. Even the Captain Toad, because didn't Captain Toad also come out on the 3DS at the same time yeah. as it came out on the Switch? And yeah. the DLC was 100%. Uh, for those who may Switch. not know, they announced DLC as well as a 
bundle that you could buy the game plus this new DLC same day as this announcement, which was this this Wednesday that we just right. had. Um, and they only said it was available on the Switch. Yeah, so, you don't get all the DLC because it's not all done yet, but you can start it like the first world or something, and there's yeah. more stuff. And Captain Toad's but, actually, you know, I mean, we that was I think the first episode we did of this show, twenty six episodes yeah. ago. Hey, uh, that might be a reason for me to actually get it on the Switch because I played it on the Wii U, and I'm like, I don't need to play it again. But if there's more stuff and you can do uh, co-op and stuff now, then hey, maybe it's worth another look. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun like podcast game. It's a fun just mindless puzzler where mm-hmm. you know it's one of those games that makes you feel smart as you're doing it you're like i figured out the puzzle and you're like even well, though it's right in front of you <laughs> and they said they're adding more challenges and stuff to existing levels which i think would be cool um but yeah let's let's take it back rewind since you're just kind of asking me what i was most excited about mario maker 2 let's talk about it a little more which so, was the opening announcement yeah yeah they opened up with that uh like i said it looks like they're adding in a whole bunch of new things like they're, I think they showed that they're going to let you have hills now so you can slide down hills and like they're adding in uh, see I never played the original Mario Maker is that actually a new addition is that why they led with that thing where he tries to go down the hill and dies and then they change it into a sliding thing is that actually a new yeah. feature yeah there was no sliding originally oh it was just it was Mario just Maker now is sliding <laughs> yeah it was well like and that was a thing and people were like there's no sliding because like you know it doesn't seem like a big thing and it probably didn't at the time, but when you, when you're trying to create, you know, an infinite amount of levels, it's, you know, it, it allows a lot more freedom for different things because you can pick up speed and then you can jump off the bottom and platforming and kills enemies when you slide into them, things like that. Um, it looked like they were adding pipes that you can travel through, like that don't take you to a whole other area. Like, invisible like uh, see-through pipes you can travel through um i'm trying to recall if there's anything just off the top of my head but well it, it looked like i i initially thought it was just going to be like a port like mario maker Deluxe. mario maker ultimate yeah but now it's like mario maker 2 and i was like oh they're straight up throwing a new number on it like there must be something significantly you know big to to make it like that i feel like there's stuff they're not showing us because they primarily had that super mario brothers 3 like art style and then the only time i saw anything different and again you you can probably tell me more because i didn't play um mario maker 1 but it looked like primarily that art style except for in the quick montage i could kind of see some 3d land art style Um, oh yeah in the original mario maker you could decide you decided when you started making a level or you could switch on the fly if you felt like it but when you uploaded you had to stick with one style but you could do uh original mario you could do 3d land you could do mario 3 and you could do um mario uh super mario world okay so like you had those four different styles yeah they had like a weird unlocking system where like you had to make enough levels and play enough levels to like slowly unlock these things but people found ways around it and then eventually i think they just patched it so you just had all the stuff from the start but, maybe that's uh, what it was it was mario world art style at that that's what it was mostly not mario yeah Kart. and that's the one i find most nostalgic personally because it's like i just like that art style dude i, I love like me whole... some mario world uh and they didn't have the cape and i'm hoping that they'll add stuff like that and, and the reason that they didn't have stuff like the the cape and the, the feather abilities because it didn't exist across all the games 
Um, uh, and uh, and one thing I noticed, they had the cat suit. Yeah. In the trailer. So that definitely was not a thing. That that was from 3D World and stuff. Uh, and this that makes me think that uh, one of two things. Either one, they're going to add in the ability for cat suit to be used across all the different styles, or they're going to finally include um, style-specific items. Because there are a couple of those, not anything crazy. And what it would do is, like, when you would change styles, it would just change that item into the other item. But it wasn't ever anything, like, too jarring. Hmm. But I'll be interested to see what it looks like, and I'll probably buy it. Because, fuck it, we can make some levels and throw them at each other. <laughs> be like, beat my level. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll, we'll make a real hard one and then put it up on the podcast and be like, play this and then tell us if you win. <laughs> <laughs> run a Run a contest or something. Yeah. So... Uh, they spent a, a significant amount of time, and I don't think I think you told me like that's great. I don't give a shit. Um, on the Fire Emblem Three Houses game, I was yeah, originally they're, they're supposed being... to come out in the spring, and they're like, "We apologize, yeah. it's delayed till July." And it's like, that's like a couple months. Like I don't really know yeah. how much extra dev time that buys you. There, but they mostly just... focused on story. So there's there's so many Fire Emblem games that like it's just there's too much fire emblem for me to really want to get into it now because like i'd want to go back and play all the old ones and just <laughs> like so many strategies and things to go through and i'd want to keep all the people alive and i've played them before and gotten like a decent you know length into the game but like it's just so much they're so long they feel really long to me anyway does fire emblem tie into any other game series or no like the way like was it shin megami tensei ties into persona like does this tie into any any other game series fire emblem is its own thing okay they tie into the other fire emblems well that's what i mean i understand that but like (laughs) i mean like this game the combat of this game looked interesting um i'll be honest i didn't watch any of it because like my boss walked into the room and i was doing this at work so i was like (laughs) put it in the background and was just sort of listening to it but not really yeah, I mean, it was all convoluted. Uh, it was like uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4, which, again, was another one of the earliest games we reviewed here. Um, mm-hmm. That was really hard because they were just throwing, like, lore. And it's like, we are the pedestrians of the pillar of eternity and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this, right? Yeah. And just the over-anime acting. And I'm like, just get me to the combat. And then the combat was, I mean, I know there's people who love Valkyria Chronicles. But what I hated about that was the constant in and out of the board game. I hope this is different. Mm-hmm. I hope this is more tactical, maybe more, I'm not going to say XCOM style, but I know it's it's hard to, to relate it to something. But when I saw the initial trailer for this, I was like, that actually looks really cool. So I hope being a story game guy, I hope the story in the style in which it's presented is interesting enough to drive me through another 60 hour game is, you know, you say they're long. So I hope it's enough to push me through to keep me wanting to play for that combat. That looks cool. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't see the combat, but if it's like any of the other fire emblems, it's, it's strategic stuff. They probably added in stuff since I played it. Strategy. Um, strategy but i was excited and sort of and, and it's funny because 
but let me just mention when they announced that Astral Chain game. Yeah, I was, I was kind of waiting for that one, but, you know, like, yeah. I mean, anything made, made, from Platinum Games looks awesome. Right, so they, they have a very specific style of game they make with, like, Bayonetta and stuff. Um, so having more of that is never really a bad thing, in my opinion. But I was watching it, and I was like, I bet this game's made by Platinum, just looking at it, like, the combat. And then, like, at the end, it was like, P. I showed the P for Platinum Games, and I was like, fucking knew it. And then afterward, I was like, but they're already working on Bayonetta 3. And then the guy was like, don't worry, they're still working hard on Bayonetta 3. And I was like, they better damn well my, be working on Bayonetta So my 3. favorite comment from him was, like, did you notice how there's two of them, and they're chained together? <laughs> it was like, right. yeah, that the title kind of gave that away <laughs> so. that, that seemed pretty important to the whole crux of the fighting style yeah but what i like <laughs> actually the thing i like that kind of gave me chills with the trailer was it's like from the director of like bayonetta 3 and the story guy from near automata and i'm like oh yeah it's just like it's like that uh vince mcmahon gif where he's just like oh <laughs> it's like so it's just like the platinum games dream team you know it's yeah. like it's like, if you liked any of the things we made, you'll like this. And I'm like, oh, I can dig the sci-fi setting. I will tell you the one, though, the one game announced that looked like just like a pile of garbage. Like, literally. Like, uh, I, whenever I think about people who want to be game developers, I think about this really stupid commercial for, uh, f I think it was Full Sail College, which is a, you know, a for-profit college in Florida. But it was like graphics, and it's this giant, like, audio dial and it's just like turn up the resolution right as if like it's that easy <laughs> to turn up the resolution so imagine that yeah. same dial right being turned all the way down to like 10 percent, and it's this port for dead by daylight which for those who may not know it's a um, asymmetrical game um that's pretty popular on the pc i'm not sure what the community is like on console but it's kind of like how the Friday the, thir the 13th game was. You know, one person plays as the killer, the rest play as the counselor. Oh, no, killer's going to get me. And, yeah. <laughs> my God, I'm sorry, but the port looks really bad. Like, and I get it. It's the Switch, right? Like, but all the other games, like that Platinum Games one that we just talked about, looks amazing, right? Yeah. Like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, another game they showed, looks amazing. Also, Dead by Daylight is like a primarily multiplayer experience obviously so like you can't play that if you're not at home or somewhere with some wi-fi well even so. look at fortnite fortnite is a 100 percent multiplayer experience and it yeah. looks great it can run on a phone and it looks amazing i mean granted it yeah. picked a more cartoonish art style but put fortnite next to dead by daylight and it's like I mean, I don't want to, this, this is going to sound hyperbolic, but it looks like, you know, Resident Evil 98, you know? It's I mean, like... <laughs> I didn't think it looked that bad, but that's maybe just because I haven't seen it on the PC. Like, I've never really looked at the game. So I was like, okay, now it's on this system. Yeah. Uh, and, and I appreciate them trying to put more games on oh, the Switch. Especially 100%. games with like a more mature sort of style to it, since they're trying to, you know, they don't want to be 100 percent considered the child system and, and now that their audience is kind of growing for the first time since the Wii, uh <laughs> it's like oh shit we gotta expand i mean because what you look you look up mature games for the 3ds and you get what resident evil revelations one and two yeah like from years ago yeah i think that's um, that's it in terms of grown-up games 
but I think that'll that's cool that they're doing that. What made me what I thought of when you said this uh, the game that was announced that looked like garbage, I was like, oh, you mean Assassin's Creed Three Remastered? <laughs> because, Isn't that funny that we thought two different things? Because Assassin's Creed Three is a shitty game. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know why it of all Assassin's Creeds needs a remaster. I mean. I guess it's the only one you really can't get on like next gen systems or you know current gen systems nowadays. Well, it's I, funny you say that. It, they should have let it die. It's funny you say that because like uh, when it came to um, I almost said Origins Odyssey, anybody who bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey and got the season pass or bought the Ultimate Edition, the I think the one that was like the Gold Edition. Sorry, there's too many different fucking editions. Ubisoft, get it right. Um, got is getting the in March Assassin's Creed three, um, what's remastered. It called remastered and li- they're getting the same bundle Liberation and they're getting it before the Switch version. So three is one that I've never played. I've played one and two. Well, good for them getting Liberation, but it's just, that's more of a punishment giving them three. Was Liberation and... the Vita one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it was actually was it on Vita or was it on PSP? It's probably on Vita. Maybe you know I don't even remember. It's been that long. So, but it was right. the, it was the PlayStation handheld one, right? Yeah. So anyway, that being said, um, I've never played three. So if I'm getting it for free because I already spent a hundred bucks on Assassin's Creed, I'm okay with you yeah. know I'll give it a try. But I feel Just like how disappointed you are. Well, <laughs> maybe because I feel like three and Unity. Like, I hear there's people who like Unity, but I feel like for the longest time, you could buy a key for Assassin's Creed Unity for less than a dollar. And even people were like, hey, buy this game for 20 bucks and we'll throw you in a key for Assassin's Creed Unity. And it's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Unity got better once they patched out all of this shit that was like, you have to be online and you have to play it with the companion app to be able to open this treasure chest and blah, blah, blah. Like, after that, after they took out that garbage, it was basically just another Assassin's Creed game, like, but prettier than the last gen. So mm. it's it's actually not a bad game because I went back and played the whole thing. Uh, I didn't hundred percent it, but I stopped hundred percenting games after Assassin's or stopped hundred percenting Assassin's Creed after Assassin's Creed Three because Assassin's Creed Three was shit, and then starting with Unity, they they were just too big. Wasn't there a game breaking bug in Three also? Like, there was a certain mission that if something happened in it, like, you couldn't progress forward. I remember that being a deal. Like, because I remember that in Skyrim, getting a bunch of shit for their game-breaking bugs when they first came out. In Unity, I I actually went out of my way to, like, try and get everything until I realized it was too big and I didn't want to anymore. Three, three, I just beelined it through the story as fast as I could because I hated it. So, I I can't tell you if there was a a game-breaking bug because I didn't run into it okay i got i finished that game as fast as i could every time there's another story mission i'm like it's still going i suppose (laughs) that's something we could google but i'm too lazy right now so um the other thing um that i really liked about this um direct was they they confirmed that marvel ultimate alliance is four player 
Because I know when they announced Marvel Ultimate Alliance, everyone was skeptical. They're like, well, look at how pushed in the camera is. We don't know if it's really going to be like one and two. And they're like, hey, everybody, it's four player with our new dynamic pushed in camera. If you want, (laughs) just like all the criticism, they shut down. They were like, it's there if you want it. But it's still four player. It's four player like this It's four player like this. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) um, And um, yeah, so I really. I really like that. And um, so anyway, I just want to say, get a quick shout out to our, to a couple of people in our chat right there. Hey, Hey matrix. Um, and so, but yeah, so Marvel ultimate Alliance, um, I'm kind of looking forward to that because I was really big into one. Um, I didn't play two that much, but I was a big fan of, of uh, Marvel ultimate Alliance one. So I'll be curious to see how that, that performs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I'll totally play the like if we both get it, I'll play the, play it total with you a bunch. Like I just never really had anybody to play it with when uh, when I originally had it, like on one and two. I guess my brothers were around, but they had already beaten it themselves. Um, we hear you, Matrix. We hear you. Um, <laughs> this guy just keeps spamming hello in the chat. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, what else? What else did they announce? Tetris. Oh yeah, it's the Tetris. the Tetris Battle Royale. <laughs> Tetris ninety nine. Guess what? It's Tetris, but there's ninety nine people, and I get and a switch I think ain't they one. Played it a little bit. But, uh, excuse me, but it's like you are like you're playing, and when you get blocks cleared, it sends blocks to other people, but like mm-hmm. one specific person. Is that what it is? Like you're against one guy and then that guy's against a different guy and then so i haven't quite figured that part out yet so like it's weird you have your other joystick over here so i, I played uh-huh. two matches one of them i got to like the top 50 or 40 and then i started being targeted <laughs> so like you can pick an up down left right section of with the the right joystick like do i want to attack my rivals do i want to attack randoms do i want to and then there, i can't remember what the other two were at this moment because i only played like two or three rounds and because uh-huh. uh, i've been playing a lot more <laughs> this this week um right. but i when i picked randoms i got left alone right i got 100 percent left alone and i think my blocks were being sent everywhere and um um and then when i picked rivals or people who were sending me I got eliminated. I got eliminated second. I was number 98. Like people, blocks were just coming at me and you can, um, what's it called? You can actually, um, destroy the blocks that get sent at you. So you just, it's just a matter of, and it's just, it's Tetris. It's like the original Tetris. It's not like any of that. Like, cause there was a weird Tetris that EA, EA, I think, or whoever owns yeah. the rights to, to Tetris. Mm-hmm. Uh, put out and um can you it, store a block you can the the r button i, I was uh, playing um handheld so the r so button it's up here not like original Whoop. original tetris well but. okay yeah so it's not like <laughs> game boy tetris so if we want to get semantic about it yeah okay so you can store blocks you can rotate in multiple directions and it's it's but, uh, fun it's tetris yeah it's tetris i mean um not much there's not much else to say about it yeah and then a few <laughs> A few ports got announced. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, that was um, a weird one. I guess again, shooting for that uh, 
um, mature audience sort of thing. They want to build out the the library for it a little more. Yeah, and then Mortal Kombat um, 11. Um, I think we. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but I like how they were keeping the the uh, like the PG audience, right? I think Hellblade. The name Hellblade was as you know R rated as it got, but like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat showed absolutely no violence, right? It was just basically. Right the closest thing was Scorpion's spear hitting next to Raiden's head. And like that clip was maybe 10 seconds at most. It was like, and mortal Kombat next, next, next game. Well, <laughs> Cause I mean, the people who know what mortal Kombat are aware what they're going to be getting. So the Nintendo direct, I think they still, it's front facing Nintendo always needs to be friendly. So if it's being announced on their Nintendo Direct platform and not just like a side announcement that another realms makes on its own, then they're obviously going to, keep it friendly for the family. yeah and then i would say i mean we we dropped all the big announcements i would say the only other thing um looking yeah, here that box boy game looks kind of cool. dlc what oh yeah box boy plus box girl because i played the original box boy it was pretty good uh it, i mean I, I know there have been a couple since then so it seems like there's more abilities now where like you can actually like detach the blocks from you and stuff and there's all this other stuff going on and then there's a co-op campaign I like games that have a co-op campaign, so that in and of itself is enough to make me want to like play it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a game on Xbox called like Kelima that I played that's like all co-op, and that game's really cool. Or not all co-op, but it has a co-op campaign. Um, yeah. So that that gives it a bunch of points in the good column for me. <laughs> um, what was the? Oh shoot! They announced one other thing that I wanted to mention when you and then you said Box Boy and I forgot it. Was it the Disney <laughs> Zoom Zoom Festival? No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Which is no. basically their stupid emoji three clear game just on the Switch now. Yeah, all, all the Final wasn't... Fantasies, like Final Fantasy Nine, you can download starting sure. the day of the direct and seven, which most people say is the best game ever made, is uh, coming out March twenty sixth. Um, yeah. On a Kami or on a Naki. Um, that other that RPG during the direct, I don't think it was. Yeah, it was. Um, from the developers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear. So yeah, Rune yeah. Factory Four. Yeah, for people excited about Rune Factory, um, they had another long one. They had the long. I guess we should mention that they had the long discussion about Dragon Quest. Oh yeah, Dragon Quest Builders Two or whatever. No, 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 Dragon, like actual Dragon. Oh, yes, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, and I'm super hyped for that because I love the shit out of Dragon Quest Builders, so I will totally get Dragon Quest Builders too, probably on the Switch, even though I had the first one on PS4. Um, but yeah, they announced Dragon Quest Eleven for America, um, and I think it's cool that one you'll be able to switch between the 3D and the sprite based. That is a pretty and, cool feature. So. Yeah, and then two, they are reworking the soundtrack. Because this is this has already come out in North America on the PS4, so it's not like first time in America ever, just first to Switch. Uh, and I don't think they had the sprite thing on the Switch, but a, a consistent complaint people have seen for Dragon Quest Eleven is that the soundtrack sucks compared to most Dragon Quest games, because like they had to get a different guy halfway through or something because the guy who's been doing the oh, soundtrack yeah. for like years, yeah, gotten that weird like pedophile scandal or whatever. <laughs> Um, or some kind of weird sex scandal-y thing. Uh, but they remastered it and made it like all orchestral and stuff. So 
that's I think that'll be really cool. That actually might make me want to play it at some point. Um, but I mean, we'd be we'd be remiss in our newsing <laughs> duties if we didn't mention Dragon Quest because it's it's a big title. Yeah, and I definitely recommend. I mean, you can watch the directs only like thirty minutes. Check it on YouTube. Oh, well, I can't talk today. Check it out on YouTube if you haven't. So, yeah. But I think that's. I mean, other than the Nintendo Direct news, they announced a brand new Hollow Knight, which oh, yeah. I guess started out as DLC, and then they just said, "Yeah, yeah we're making a whole new game." Because <laughs> it got to such a point, it was like a stretch goal for the original Kickstarter for Hollow Knight, uh, and they've already come out with what like four DLCs for Hollow Knight. So they finally got to the point where, like, this was supposed to be just, like, being able to play as this other character. And then they're like, well, we've made all these new areas and all these new monsters and all these new bosses. Fuck it. It's a whole new game. <laughs> now it's Hollow Knight Silk Road. Uh, and it looks pretty cool. Is that what it's called? Silk Road, right? Something like that. <laughs> Country roads <laughs> take feel, me home. Now I feel like I said it wrong, but I think it's Silk Road. Um, yeah, new but, character. It looks really cool. Like it looks more acrobatic in terms of like the combat. Because I've actually played the first Hollow Knight. I beat it because it's huge. But um, I've I've got what a decent done? amount through it. Um, but it looks really cool, and the music during the trailer was bomb. So I was uh, I was kind of like, ooh, now I want to finish Hollow Knight so I can be ready for this. But I mean, I waited like I feel like I waited like a year and a half for them to come out with her Hollow Knight on Switch, and I was like super hyped when they did. Um, I bought it like right away. I've been wanting, I've been wanting to play it. Um, nice. So it's cool. I'm glad that like such a small developer with like what like three people can. Oh really? Can continue? Yeah, it's like incredibly small. Just some dudes making this game. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, can like put something out that's like so beloved and like doing so freaking well. So well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that, that's awesome um, that's the gamer beat. So that's all our all our stories we got. We're gonna go ahead and move into um, the twenty six thousand games that came. Oh out Oh my this god, week. yes! So many games came out this week, um, and we didn't even play half of them. Well, we no, we played half of them, and then the I other half. One of them. What? I played one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna start because I think I played more games than you. I'm yeah. gonna mention offhandedly first that i did finish dark souls remastered i mentioned that at the top of the show um and that game is painful i'm glad i beat it and i'm gonna start dark souls 2 <laughs> come monday come tomorrow and no it was definitely an experience and i didn't even realize i'd put close to 80 hours into that game in what felt like just going forward so 80 hours into dark souls um, and I still miss some stuff. Not a lot. Only two optional bosses, one in the regular game, one in the DLC. But um, it was a lot of fun. Um, did a little write-up, like I said, on, on Reddit. I kind of attributed streaming that game to back in college, playing Metal Gear Solid 2 with a bunch of guys in my fraternity around me just like oh, on the edge of their seat just waiting for me to, <clears throat> I think, what, Solidus Snake, I think is the ending boss of Metal Gear 2. Anyway, it was just good times. Sorry, spoilers for a, what's now 16-year-old game. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so that was fun. But um, So Dark Souls Remastered, you can check that out on our, our archive videos. Uh, I won't touch too much on that. But another older game, older, that I started playing was The Division. Um, 
so here's the thing division was one of my most anticipated games of the year two years leading up to it kind of mm-hmm. wrote it off didn't really like the beta the beta was what the first couple opening missions this game's awesome i feel like i feel like there's egg on my face like i owe ubisoft an apology or maybe the game as i'm playing it now wasn't what it was like at launch but now i'm like i gotta get through anthem so i can get to the, to the division two i'm already 25 percent through the story the main story of division one I want to get through it. So I know they, I know division one and division two sort of take place parallel to each other, which I'm sure was a producer decision. So you can go into the division two without even touching the division one, but man, I, I must not have figured out how to play the division one. Cause I played that game like destiny. I would run up, shoot people die. And I'm like, what's wrong with this game? This game sucks. And now I finally figured out, Oh, cause it's a cover shooter. You got to pop up, hop down, pop, throw your thing. Like, and so in the time I've played division, I'm almost enjoying it more than Anthem, which Anthem was my most anticipated game of this year. And I'll touch more on why in a little bit, but, um, but just know I'm just playing through division to get to division two and yeah. I love everything about it. So that's where I'm going to leave I, off there. Cause I don't want to focus I, too much uh, on it. I had a lot of fun with division one when I originally played it. Uh, I'll be honest, and it wasn't like a day one thing for me. I waited until I bought it from some dude at work for like ten bucks because he was gonna like trade it in, and that's how much it was worth. And I was like, "I'll give you ten bucks for it." And he was like, "All right." <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I paid for it. I paid ten bucks. It wasn't a humble bundle. I think it was like on Green Man Gaming or something like that, right? It was ten bucks yeah. for the complete, like the game, all the DLC, everything. And I bought yeah, it just a few months back. What? Uh, that was just the game for me at the time, but yeah. like I played through the story and I had a lot of fun just playing through it by myself. I didn't, I didn't stick to it after the fact because I didn't have anyone to play with. Um, he keeps saying I feel... that I think to make it known, like Sean, if I ever play the division again, there needs to be someone else to play with me. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, we've talked about this. I'm not going to play two if I don't have someone to play with. Yeah, because uh, it's just not a game that holds my attention otherwise yeah no and i agree i feel like there's specific areas you cannot go in unless you have a partner like i feel like yeah. certain missions are designed around um part like grouping up so yeah which like, i feel like there should be they're like dungeons basically that require you to have more people or like you're gonna get your ass handed to you yeah and i think i mentioned this last week when i had, when it finally clicked for me with the division the camera was the division of the division two where i was playing and this person was shooting me from across the way and i didn't think that the designers were smart enough to design this battle as something different other than a bullet sponge and i'm like oh this is supposed to be a sniper battle or a long-range rifle battle and once i figured that out i'm like oh so <laughs> like because basically my baseline for these kinds of games will always be world of warcraft and that's not their fault that's my fault because mmos just kind of came first before these what i'll just dub mmo light games games like destiny games like the division games like um anthem and so when i play them i just assume that no one will ever live up to the sort of blizzards and my expectations and so i just assume oh this is just another run and gun game no it's not (laughs) so i didn't it was my own fault that i missed out on what two years of playing the division because mm-hmm. of my own ignorance and uh for that i feel bad i feel bad that i bought into the ubisoft hate at the time and 
So I, I need to treat games like I treat movies. Like movies, I don't let the hate get to me. Like I don't let people go, oh, Ben Affleck's a terrible Batman. Oh, um, Heath Ledger will never be a good Joker. And what people are doing now with, um, like, uh, I haven't seen Alita yet. I know it just came out. But people are like, oh, this movie's going to flop. Like, <laughs> we'll find out after, the, what, this weekend. But um, uh, probably by the time this this podcast goes live, if it flopped. Um, but, like, I don't let people judge, let me sway my opinion for movies. So I need to let that extend to video games more often. So Yeah. Um, or even with Dark yeah. Souls, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. this game's too hard. Oh, I didn't play it for 12 years or however long that game's been, uh, 10 years. So, but... But anyway, we don't have to talk about The Division. It's an older game. I just wanted to mention I've been playing it. So what have you been playing this week? Um, Honestly, more than anything, I've probably put more hours into the Dark Souls mod that I've been playing. (laughs) The the Daughters of Ash thing, because I keep wanting to go back and play it, because it feels so much like a new experience and a new game in comparison to, you know, anything else. You know, there's nothing else out there like that, that that kind of revitalizes dark souls in any way um like entire bosses are removed from the game or moved to other areas and like there are whole new mechanics like there's these weird runes that i keep finding that i know i can use to like power up weapons if i use them in certain circumstances but i don't know what weapons they power up or what circumstances i have to use them in but like i just have them in my inventory and i keep finding them and like uh you know, they have the foresight of knowing that, you know, you're playing the Prepare to Die edition. That's what you mod. So they already know that the DLC is in there. So they basically incorporated the DLC as like, it's a required thing now. Like, it's not an optional thing to do at least parts of it. So the thing that surprised me the most today, I just sat there speechless for a minute because I didn't know what to do. Like, I went through the portal to the DLC and, uh, <laughs> instead of taking you to the normal spot where it drops you out i was just in the abyss which is like the last area of the dlc and it was just like go and i was like uh <laughs> and i went to go and like i had to go fight manis and i was like shit i had to fight manis like right away and i jumped down to fight him and it didn't do the cutscene. and i noticed he was swinging around down there already and i was like all right well let's go fight him i get down there and artorius is down there with him but Artorius is fighting Manus, and I have to like fight Manus with him. And then like he left at the end of the battle, and then I got the ring that lets you go and fight the four kings. And I was like, okay, well, I've been needing this ring because I haven't been able to fight the four kings because I can't go into the abyss. And now here it is. But like I don't think I can access the rest of the DLC yet because if I try and leave that area, there's just a wall that says sealed by dark. And I'm like... I don't know how to access the rest of it, but here we go. <laughs> like, it's That's just crazy. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I have to play the DLC in reverse, and it's like climbing out of the abyss instead of making your way to it. And, uh, yeah, That's it's nuts. just really, yeah, it's not even. It's so nuts. And and I've told you about this a little bit, but like, in In Orlando, if you go and kill Gwendolyn, which you didn't find in your playthrough. But if you go and kill Gwendolyn and you kill Guinevere, uh, who is an illusion, then all of Orlando turns dark and there's like different enemies and stuff like that. So they took that and rolled with it. Like if you, you can't even talk to Gwendolyn, uh, to Gwendolyn 
uh, or you can't see her. You just talk to her through the door. Hmm. And yeah, and then when I went and killed, or <clears throat> sorry, uh, Guinevere. I keep getting them mixed up because their names are so similar. You can't talk to Guinevere. Uh, so I went and killed Gwendolyn, and that got me the key to unlock the door. And I read the description of the key, and it was like, some doors are best left unopened. Like, oh. <laughs> so I opened the door, and she was already gone like I had killed her. So basically, like, in the lore of this of this mod, she was never there at all. And it was just like a manifestation of her voice made by Gwendolyn instead of a whole physical illusion of her. That's uh, crazy. And, yeah, and so when I opened the door, it immediately reacted as if I had killed her. And all of it showed the cutscene, and all of Van Orlando goes dark. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then it wouldn't let me warp anymore. It was like blocked by old magic. And I was like, oh, I guess I just have to leave. And like now there's dark wraiths all over in Orlando and they're like fighting the silver knights and the giant warriors and stuff and killing each other. And then I'm like assisting them. <laughs> like, but they all want to kill me. So, <laughs> uh, and That's like, nuts. I tried to go down where Gwendolyn is and there's a spot right after Gwendolyn where you can get some loot. But I can't get there anymore. There's a fog wall. And now I can go through the fog wall now that I've made the area dark because it says he's sealed by holy light. And now there's a whole new boss there. Like, not like a changed boss like they did with other stuff, but like straight up new boss. Never seen this boss before. <laughs> new to Dark Souls. Uh, and you can tell that like it's probably like a cut boss because like his textures aren't as high res as the rest of the enemies in the game. But like he's a boss and he's ready to fight. But I was doing like shit all damage, so I homeward bone the hell out of there. Before he <laughs> now, came, who before made he... this mod? Is this mod community made or? I think it's just one dude. No, no the the whole mod, Daughters of Ash. Is this a community made mod or is this like is this made no, by I... people like you or me? No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a community thing, but I think it's just one dude who like made this mod. Oh, one like, dude. Okay, yeah. Here you go, guys. I made this cool thing. Uh. But, like, the thing that surprised me the most about it, like, that's cool that that's all changed and there's new enemies and whatnot. But I left Anne Orlando, and now the whole world is dark instead <laughs> of just Anne Orlando. So, like, I go back to the Firelink, and I'm like, it's so dark here now. And I'm like, there were dark raids hanging out in Sen's Fortress. Like, shit's crazy. Shit's off the walls. Now, is it as dark as, like... Not Tomb of the Giants. Thank you. Okay, the name was uh, eluding me there. It's just like darker. Like, the, like it's like you took away all the sunlight. It's like uh, Solaire's gonna like, be pissed. It's like New Londo dark. Like you can still see in front of you just fine, but like it's just a murky area. But now everything's like that. So <laughs> it's like murky. Like, sorry. Except for except for Darkroot, I went to Darkroot, and that pretty much looked the same. Yeah, and I'm fucking going back to Darkroot to go to the DLC. Sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about this, and I'm just like gushing about the Daughters of Ash thing. But like, I go back to Darkroot, and I want to do the DLC because I have the broken pendant finally. I had to trade the silver pendant that I had found way earlier in the game with Snuggly the Crow back in the asylum, and she gave it to me. I'm like, since when did Snuggly give you a fucking incredibly important quest item uh you didn't find snuggly either don't worry about snuggly um <laughs> snuggly is an npc where you can like drop items and then quit the game and reload and then a different item will be there yeah no that was the crow in that takes you back to the asylum right 
No, it's a different crow. There's a little tiny crow nest nearby that, and you never see Snuggle. You just hear the voice, and it's like, oh, oh, warm, soft, give me item. Yeah. But anyway, I got that from her, and I'm going back to do the DLC, and they moved the place where the DLC chick is. Like, she's not down by the by the Hydra River. Okay. She's up, she's up by the Moonlight Butterfly. So I go back to try and talk to her, and I walk into the 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 arena you know that bridge where the moonlight butterfly usually is yeah and it balls me off like there's another boss now and there's a second moonlight butterfly that's called like the like the widow butterfly or something and it's all like red and evil but it looks the same and like all of its magic does way more damage and it won't fucking land on the bridge and then it finally landed on the bridge i had to like dodge it forever and i'm hitting it and it starts healing like its health is just slowly going up and i'm like what the fuck? Like, I, I just literally cannot do enough damage because it takes so long to land in between. And, like, I don't do enough damage with my bow because it's only at plus five. So I either need to upgrade the shit out of my bow more or I need to wait until I get my sword to plus 15 because I'm almost at, like, the end of the game and I still am stuck with a shitty Yeah, plus you 10. don't have a plus 15 great club. So. No, I don't <laughs> have a great club, but I haven't upgraded it at all because I'm not about that. But anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking about this mod. Uh, All right. <laughs> I only got two other games to talk about, so you can go ahead and, and say one. All right. Yeah, I got um, yeah two other games to talk about. Well, Unless uh, you have any impressions about the mod based on the not yet. bullshit that I've just said. No, no, no. Well, it sounds like a pain in the ass, but I will reserve <laughs> judgment until maybe I play it one day. So, um, But that maybe. being said, um, I also have played Crackdown 3. Um, not enough to give like a full review. Like I haven't played through the whole thing. I've played through a few hours. Um, but from what I hear, it's only like a 10 to 15 hour game. So I guess I've played through maybe, I don't know, a quarter of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say this, this game is fun. Like I feel like this game suffers from false expectations, right? Like, you know, the dark Knight returns or, you know, I won't say Duke Nukem forever, but like this game suffered from being shown too much. This game suffered from being pushed back too much. So the expectations for it were probably way overinflated. But this game is, you know, I, I don't really remember Crackdown 1 because it's been so damn long. <laughs> but this literally is just jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Um blowing shit up and uh, yeah blowing shit up shooting people throwing cars punching people it is still level up by getting orbs yeah so you do so basically the agility orbs the green ones are all over the place they're on the roofs they're whatever those are the ones you find you get your other orbs so you have multiple stats right you have strength you have health you have these other things right those go up by performing different actions. So if I want more strength, if I want more red orbs, I might just start beating a guy to death, right? So I might shoot him a few times, then finish him off with a punch. Now I got red orbs. Or if I want explosives, right? I might throw some grenades and then all of a sudden I got some yellow orbs coming at me, right? So, or just do a combination of these attacks. And again, it is just mindless. Um, it's mindless fun right like it's jumping from rooftop to rooftop and the traversal is fun right like i i haven't driven once right so my driving orbs are zero but 
I've already unlocked double jump and dash. So it's like jump, jump, dash, jump, jump, dash. And so it sounds. Sorry, sorry to, to no, interject, no, no. but go right ahead. It it sounds like Crackdown One, but prettier and maybe with some different abilities that you unlock instead. Because like in the original game, it was exactly like exactly like you're describing it. Uh, you get orbs from doing the different actions, and then when you hit a certain orb threshold, your guy levels up, and you unlock uh, an ability. Yeah, sort of. In that one, it was more just like now you're stronger, you can pick up heavier things. Yeah. Now and... you're now you have a higher agility, you can just run faster. Like I don't think they ever got to the point where you literally like got an ability from leveling up so much as you just got better at that thing. So that's kind of cool that it gives you an ability. I'm sure you get faster too from having more agility. Yeah, but... jump, you know, double jump was one of the first yeah. things, agilities. And then the dash was an agility. So one of the strength things, because I've been trying to level. So you can pick between, I think, six characters. Maybe it was four. I don't remember. But mm -hmm. I picked someone who was good at guns and strength. And so okay. I've been trying to level strength. And one of the strength abilities I, I almost said uploaded, um, unlocked, was if I jump and then I hold down the B button, which is the melee button, I come flying down to the ground and it's just like a ground pound. It just, it's like a thunderclap, right? It explodes outward and a bunch of people um, all of a sudden just take damage and they go flying <laughs> outward. Yeah, it doesn't kill them necessarily, but yeah. it, it um, uh, could knock them down, right? And there is a, there's platforming in this, right? So it's like, take out the guy at the top of the tower, all right? figure out how to traverse it like i i i hesitate to say this but when i was traversing the game and just shooting people and having fun it kind of reminded me of the same fun that i had while playing spider-man right just beating people up um just doing the combat and then instead of fast traveling which i would consider car well yeah you have you unlock points but instead of cars and all these kinds of things i would rather just traverse and look for the orbs on my way to where i need to go yep, and it that's crackdown one and it upsets me sure. that so many people are shitting all over this game and i'm like i haven't tried multiplayer yet so like and i'm not ready to fully like rev review it because who knows 15 hours later if it's the exact same thing i might be like well yeah it got boring after a while but but right now in sort of that honeymoon phase like I was playing Anthem and I was thinking, kind of want to play some Crackdown, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> there was, there was kind of a pull and a draw to the game. It was pretty. It was, you know, people are saying, oh, it looks last gen. I'm like, for me, it kind of looked like they picked a Borderlands, like cell shaded art style. Like, yeah. I feel like everything in this game is deliberate. Like, I'm sure there were sacrifices that had to be made to get it out on time for sure. But mm -hmm. I just don't get how you can say games like Spider-Man or even Breath of the Wild is genius. Like in this game, you can go straight to the boss, just like in Breath of the Wild. You can go right to the middle tower after you you have to unlock part of the island first. So you have to do, like in Breath of the Wild, you have to do the starter part that introduces you to the mechanics. And then if you really want to, you can go straight for Calamity Ganon. And um, so I don't see how two games that do almost identical things you can be like i think a lot of the hate is still resting on microsoft because it's like we wanted this game what two years ago so yeah. i mean 
maybe people expected more of an evolution over time, but could be. they made something that was just as fun as the first one. That's enough for me. It doesn't need to be like this revolution of the gameplay or anything. Like, I could be down for some of that right now. Like, that makes me want to go download it and play it. And to be 100% honest, if you're skeptical, if you're like, that's not a $60 game, I can respect that. Game pa- people on Reddit giving away Game Pass codes all the time. Microsoft puts that shit on sale for a dollar, two bucks a month, all the time. Sign up for a free, you know the dollar trial of Game Pass and give it a go, right? And hell, I, I'm not you know I'm not a Microsoft shill. I'm more of a PC gamer and I'm console agnostic. I own all the consoles, right? I'll be the first to tell you, Game Pass is a fucking great deal. <laughs> like if you can get one of the ninety nine dollar for the whole year and 90 bucks for the whole year, all 12 months. Get it, man. Like they, they've been really stepping up, putting out their, like not just their exclusives, but like the extra, here's my other hand, the extra AAA games. Like they put out shadow of the tomb Raider is coming to game pass. You'll have, yeah, I'm excited all, for that. you'll have all three tomb Raider games. Like, so anyway, At your I say, if you don't want to pay for, um, crackdown, Give Game Pass a shot. Try it out there. Because then you'll have more games to play for your money if you don't like Crackdown. So yeah, Go get off your video game high horse. Play <laughs> some Crackdown. Exactly. It's, um... You got nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll go over another game that I played. I, I mean, I feel like I don't have much to say about my other games because... I, I mean, fuck it, let's talk about Anthem. I haven't talked about Anthem at all. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got carried away with Anthem this week. <laughs> Yeah, so we're fucking meant to... Sean bought me, for my birthday, a year of this Origin Premier Access thing. Mostly with the intention so that we could play Anthem together. And so far, we've played literally one mission together. Because Sean's like level... What level are you now? 15? 16? That's, you were still playing last night, and what I got off and you were level 15. Okay, then I'm 15. Yeah, so I haven't played at all today. So Okay, so Sean's level 15. I was level 5 when we were <laughs> playing last night together. I am now level 10. Yay! You can do the strongholds. Having, having played more today. Uh, but I, I kind of got carried away doing some other stuff today. I had to clean, and then some shit happened with Marissa's car. Um, but... I played it some more when I got home and then I've been playing the Dark Souls mod. So like we haven't really gotten a chance to really get into it together uh, because, you know, it just became available for play on Friday. And Sean was like, I'm going to play all the anthem. Um, Hey, if it makes you feel better, the moment I started playing, all the people who popped into the stream were pretty much yelling at me. They're like, how do you get to play early? Like, what is this? I don't get to play. And I'm like, I bought the game <laughs> like i'm like it's on origin access oh, i have ea access bro i'm like then go download it like go play like why are you watching me dude go go play the game <laughs> i think you only get the year or the, the week extra if you have origin access premiere or the legion of dawn edition so right right so i think so you're right it's like, so convoluted it's not even funny yeah there's a lot of different modes that you have to have to, to be allowed to play it but uh, it certainly works better than it did in the beta. There's no infinite loading. I haven't had any. I've only had one crash, uh, and that was just when me, when me and Sean were working together. The only thing I would say is 
the loading is still a bit long. Like whenever I go anywhere, I'll literally like on my second monitor read an article on fucking Kotaku <laughs> or something because it takes so goddamn long to load anything. Uh, when you're leaving the tower to do a mission, going back isn't isn't bad. Uh, it's just like going into a mission takes forever. Um, and and I guess coming, I guess when the mission ends, that does take a little while too. Um, but I, I'll say it doesn't seem like there's much to it so far. It's just I I thought I was hoping there would be more to it after the beta. Like, I feel like they just showed everything that was in the game right there. They're like, here you go. Like, like I haven't run into, I haven't gotten a single other ability for my, my uh, armors. Like, I guess there's other, like, shooty shoulder-mounted grenade things for the ranger that I could use, but I keep using this one blasty one. And then, uh, but, like, I haven't had any other shoulder button abilities except for the shield thing. And, like, I, I don't know. I just don't know if there's enough there to... I'm certainly going to play it through to finish. But, like, even at this point, every mission I do is, like, go over here. Shoot these guys until they're dead. Now go over there. Shoot those guys until they're dead. Now go over here. Put those things on that thing. And shoot these guys until they're dead. Like, it's just, just like, gather a couple things in this tiny area and shooting people. Like, that's... It just seems really repetitive so far. If the shooting wasn't fun, I'd probably have stopped already. <laughs> yeah. But I... like the, the shooting's fun and I, I like the feel of the world. Like I'm, I'm kind of into the lore. I'm like, oh, it's cool. I'm yeah. The story the is the best part so far besides the yeah. flying combat. Yeah. Oh, the flying is great. Flying might be the best part of the game. I just love how it feels. I feel like I'm Iron Man. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. Blowing shit up is fun. Yeah, but, like, I think it's really going to shine playing with people. Like, even just that one mission last night with Sean was more fun. I just haven't gotten that chance yet. So uh, It's just a conflict about. of schedules. It's not like I'm actively trying no, to avoid. Yeah. We've tried to play, and then Ryan wanted to play Apex instead. So, um, I, Yeah, we only played, like, one match, and then you went to sleep. So don't even say that. <laughs> Near midnight here. So, But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's, we'll probably talk more about it once we've gotten more into it, but I mean, we haven't even hit the levels. I mean, I guess you have, but the level that we were in the beta. So maybe, you know, I think the max level has to be around at least 30 cause there's stuff you unlock at level 30. It is the max so. level is 30. And right okay. now the biggest complaint, like I've been hanging around the subreddit and the biggest complaint is like when you load in, but someone loaded in before you. And they're already heading mm -hmm. to the marker. And so you load in and then you yeah. get the go to the mission area and then it loads you in again. So you get another loading screen. Yeah. But there's people who are already working on um, masterwork stuff like they're already at the mm -hmm. level cap and yeah. they're already working on um, um, what's it called? They're already working on masterwork uh, cores. They're already working on, um, you know, legendary gear. Yeah. And it's insane. And it's like, look, man, I thought I was doing good getting to level 15. But from what I hear, and I hope this isn't the case. I hope this was just a case of a guy who didn't walk around the tower and talk to people or didn't pick yeah. up contracts or something. Because I talk to everybody because you you're sort of forming your own Fort Tarsus story if you talk to people. Yeah. And, you know, like, hey, go start a business with this person. Like, I haven't even reached, I'm level 15 and I haven't reached the mission 
that you got to do in the beta. Like, you know, the one where spoiler where Matthias accidentally clones himself, right? Like I haven't reached that yet, but, but I did do the stronghold, the stronghold you unlock at level 10. Right. So I've only done that once. I've only done one stronghold because I did the stronghold a shit ton in the beta and I didn't want to burn out on it. And I hear there's only three strongholds, (laughs) right? I hear there's only three strongholds and I want to do them with you. I did them once want to do them with you, but I don't want to get tired of them. And here's the other thing that kind of bugs me is I heard that somebody finished the story by level 17. Now, if that's true, now keep in mind, I, I, did you unlock the four things on the map? Like the four, you had to go find the four things in free play or five things in free play. The, the armor of general Tarsus or whatever. I'm not that. No. Okay. So there's these, this isn't a big spoiler. You get told you have to find these, these, parts or you have to find the armor of general tarsus right but it could be anywhere of these five things well i spent like 30 minutes flying around in free play look because it's it's only done in free play looking at these symbols on the map and what they are is that it's like a tomb right but there's requirements to get in the tomb and it's like stuff you just do naturally like pick up you know four allies in you know, like if I pick you up when you've fallen down or do five sure. world quests, right? So each one has a very specific requirement to open. So I'm assuming you have to get all those done by end game, right? They're just mm-hmm. checking off a, an achievement list basically. But so I have that sitting there while also doing my normal Anthem quests. But if it's true that you can get to complete the 100% the story by the time you're level 17, and you have to do the rest in, I don't know, free player strongholds. That'll make me sad. I don't know if that's true, but that's a post I saw. Also, I don't want to be let down because I was really looking forward to this game, but back to my earlier conversation about the division, what I guess what I'm looking for, and this is sort of managing expectations, right? Like with people in crackdown, I'm still looking for, maybe a more hardcore game like i want what i want is world of warcraft what i want is sort of that world of warcraft in this game like i want anthem to have more i want the division to have more i want destiny to have more but if i'm going to be let me put it this way the only way i'll be disappointed is if i've done everything there is to do in anthem before the division comes out on the what 15th of next month in less than a month yeah that's I the mean, only t- that's the only time I'll be disappointed. I won't be mad because, you know, I didn't pay a dime for it. Um, <laughs> wow. So <laughs> so I'll be like, you know, another game. We had fun with it at least. Um, yeah, I'm not, not I, having fun. I haven't said that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I haven't had any fun with it. I just wanted it to be deeper than it has been, considering it came from Bioware. Typically, uh, story-wise, it seems like they went deep, like, you know, Give it, it feels like the amount of shit in the book, like the codex thing, is like akin to like Mass Effect. It's just like fucking pages of shit to read about anything. Yeah. Um. But in terms of like, even j- there's the custom ability just seems very low. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem. Um, I guess cosmetically, there's a lot of customization. There's a shitload. Like it's weird, like how much cosmetic customization is they're like choose what type of material you want your piece of armor to be made out of and i'm like 
it's like metal nylon old <laughs> nylon polished metal, and i'm like god i don't need many this many options i'm gonna be flying around shooting stuff um while like my actual stuff is like equip one to two different weapons i think there's maybe like six weapon type seven i don't know uh and then like choose a grenade choose a shoulder mounted cannon thing now choose your double bolt shoulder like there's just i want levels to do more i guess i want i want there to be like some kind of skill tree even if i'm not like even if it doesn't branch out because it could be something as simple as the kind of skill tree that destiny does like there's not a lot going on there but i like having that ability to be like all right well i want this grenade instead of that type of grenade or i want the this ultimate thing instead of that ultimate like everybody just has their one ultimate and their one class and you can switch between the robots and that's about it but i don't know i don't know i wanted it to be deeper it's definitely not a destiny killer in my <laughs> opinion yeah um i feel like destiny's deeper than this game is yeah yeah for sure i mean um i uh not in terms of story destiny's story is stupid and yeah, Barely so far anywhere. I've felt what's the word? I feel like the story's the best part. Besides yeah. in terms of the combat, I really enjoy the combat. Let's hope that my only my only hope, I should say, is that there's like a day one patch that's been like, hey, we didn't want everybody to complete everything in the first ten days. So it's we've we've held back a lot of the content. So here yeah. you go. That's my hope. I don't know if that's true, but it remains to be seen. Uh, well, so I'll give my f my full impressions probably next week of the game. Yeah, we haven't had enough time to get into yeah, it. Yeah, we're I'm just, what halfway just, to the level cap. Yeah, we've had what like a day and a half realistically, maybe two days realistically to play it. Yeah, I barely unlocked the fourth javelin, and I was about to play with it when Ryan's like Apex Legends, and I'm like, uh, fine i reluctant let me put it this way i liked the game so much i reluctantly i almost ignored his text but i reluctantly said no i'll play so i pulled away from playing the colossus to go play apex legends and then you went to bed like immediately it was like 15 minutes we, we played, played like two or three rounds but we kept getting rocked because everybody wanted to jump into yeah. like the immediate zones and die because that's yeah. a terrible well, i guess strategy. that'll segue into the last thing that we played this week both yeah. of us we obviously played more apex um I'm all the apex to, yeah i'm trying to pull away from it a little bit now just because i don't want to get burnt out on it before they come out with their battle pass thing and i feel like their battle pass will give me a good reason to want to keep playing to unlock things because as it is right now you get a box like every other level and you start to level up slower as you level up because obviously it takes more experience so i think we might kind of pull back on that until they but they already said they're going to come out with like some more uh patch notes and stuff like this tuesday so we'll see what they say and maybe they'll give us like a concrete date for when the battle pass is going to come out instead of just march uh, and it'll be nice to have before. like some measure of progression so right right so just the levels but uh i'll be excited for that hopefully it happens before i get married so i can actually do it otherwise i'll have to wait till april to really dig see into what i'm gonna like is that if, since i'm gonna buy the division too and i'm staying mm -hmm. with you and you have to work while i'm staying with you i get to play the division all day while you're at work and then when you come yeah. home, it'd be like, Ryan, what do you want to play? Because I spent all day leveling in the Division. You can just sit in my recliner and relax and play Division, and I'll be at work. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll be texting you. Hey, Ryan, look who's level 20 in the division. And you'd be like, uh, yeah, um, I mean, you're gonna have to take a break from your streaming. What are you gonna do? You'll be like right in the middle of Dark Souls three or something. <laughs> That's a month away. You're being optimistic that I'm gonna be in the middle. That I'm actually gonna move <laughs> on to three by then. It took me a, like a little what about a month? A little over a month yeah. to beat one. And then so. you also have to consider Dark Souls had one DLC. Dark Souls two has three DLCs. Oh shit. Well, I hear, well, somebody said on one of the forum posts, too, that uh, 2 has the best, was it 2 has the best DLC? In my opinion, 3 has the best DLC. Okay. so But I didn't beat all the DLC in 2, because it's really hard. So, one thing I've learned, (laughs) one thing I've learned so far, now that I'm, now that I'm a legit gamer, having beaten Dark Souls, see, Ryan, you gotta wear that like a badge of honor. So, is that (laughs) everybody has their favorite Dark Souls. Like, there's people who love two, there's people who love three, there's people who love one, and then there's like one guy was telling me skip two, go to three, two sucks, and then one guy's like, well, I like two, you need to play two first, and only two, and then two for the rest of your life, and someone's like, skip them all, go to Bloodborne, and I'm like, all right, everybody, calm down. So, yeah. I don't so, know, I have a tie between three and Bloodborne on which one's my favorite. Well, I'm going to play them in order. I'm going to play them yeah. one, two, three, and then Bloodborne, because you guys told well, me I mean, that Bloodborne- That's not actually in order. You'd, be, you'd play 1, 2, Bloodborne 3 if okay. you were going to play that's release, release order. order. I mean, like, okay, I'll just play them in series order because okay. um, you told me that Bloodborne is probably more my speed in terms of yep. how I like combat, and the last thing I want to do is play Bloodborne and come back to Souls and be like, but I want the Bloodborne combat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this combat anymore. So... <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, like you said, Apex Legends is the last thing we played. I think that's everything. We played a lot of games this week. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. You're going to have a hard time with Demon's Souls because oh, yeah, Demon's the, worst, Souls. the worst thing about Demon's Souls uh, is when you die and you're, I don't think they call it hollow in, the, in that, but when you're like undead or whatever, you have half your normal health bar. And the only way to not be undead is beat a boss. That's it. Wait, so, so if, if I die, if I get if killed, you die in between bosses, you just gotta fucking deal with it. Even if you upgrade your points, like so, if I put points into health, does my health go up? Yeah, your health goes up, and you have half of whatever that it went up to. So, long story short, you have to learn. You have to basically treat half a health bar as your full health bar most of the time yeah it's, i mean the, the only other way you can do it is if you put your sign down which you didn't do at all on dark souls but if you put your sign down and someone summons you into their game and you help them kill their boss then you'll become human as well you're right i didn't <laughs> yeah but that is a thing you can do you can refight bosses you've already fought get more souls and become human again so that is a ugh. I mean, people would probably, I don't know, I don't know if that's considered like a spoiler for the mechanics of Demon's Souls, but you figure it out pretty fucking quick that, you know. Do you start the game as human or undead? I don't remember. Probably human. I think you're human. Yeah, you're human. All right. Like, yeah, it's, it's a. Fantastic. Hard game. (laughs) Have you beaten it? Yeah. Oh, well, if you can do it, then I can do it. Because I had done. I beat it in a weekend. I went to my brother's house because it's PS3. 
this is before PS4, you know, distant memory, and obviously Dark Souls 1 wasn't even out yet. Uh, and I went to my brother's house, and he was borrowing a PS3 from a friend with this game, and he had some other games too. And they had played it, or my brother Josh had, and he was like, this game's fucking great. And I tried it, and I was there for the weekend, but nobody else was there, because, like, they all had to do something else. I don't remember why I was there, but like I just sat on their couch and played it. Literally, like day to night, played this game straight for two days until I beat it. Like it's not as long as some of the other games, um, obviously. If I beat it that quickly, but uh, it's it's just it's a struggle bus in struggle some bus. cases. It's been a while since I played it. So just put all the points in health. I don't even remember if the level up system's the same. Oh. I mean, obviously it's the level up with souls, but like, uh, it's, it's all shit. I don't. It's all hazy. It's been so long since I played it. <laughs> Fantastic. I just remember it being hard, and there's an area that's similar to Blight Town that I hate. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, do you have a classic corner this week? Since we're talking about older games. If you don't, yeah, that's it's, fine. It's Demon Souls. It's now. Demon Souls. Speaking <laughs> of. You Let's totally just say it's Demon's Souls. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about it. It's on PS3. It's super great. It's only on PS3, though. So if you don't have one, sucks to be you. That's the classic corner. <laughs> awesome. You heard it here first, folks. Um, yep. Well, we only got two games coming out yeah, this upcoming week. It's Anthem <laughs> for everyone else that's not up. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, for those of you who 20- didn't spend an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, February 22nd. Uh, and then otherwise, Yakuza, Yakuza, Yakuza <laughs> Kawami, which has obviously already been out for quite a long time, but it is coming to PC this week, February 19th. Uh, and that's it for new releases. That's my birthday. That's it for the show. Bing, bang, boom. Now I got to get you something for your birthday because you got me something. What is this shit? <laughs> you can get me, uh, I would say Demon Souls, but I don't have a PS3 anymore. <laughs> exactly I don't know like here's this play. game you can't play <laughs> and we're gonna game share bloodborne so you don't have to buy that at all yeah well i have bloodborne uh, already but uh, yeah but i have the dlc oh it also right. has the dlc area and it's also That's funny. very hard <laughs> i well yeah because it was ps plus game i was gonna say i act like i own bloodborne it was just a ps plus game and like um it's like i've, I've had that game and I never played it, so I'm glad I hadn't played it though, because then it would make it makes this playthrough that much more authentic. So yeah. um, the question is, what am I going to do in like a year when I'm done with uh, with all these souls? The whole, do I just move on to other souls like catalog? What? I mean, I went back and played a bunch of really old from software games, all the Kingsfield games. They they have a same sort of feel to them. They're just all first person instead of third person. So obviously the combat's different. They're play games. play Neo. Yes. Neo. Um, I so. want to. I remember what I was saying. Now this has gotten weird. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's the show. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Hey, want to thank everybody who tuned in. Thank everybody, um, all our new subscribers. Thanks everybody who tunes into our streams and harasses us and uh, you know roots us on and watches me die a million shout times out, dark souls shout out for lethalology because that motherfucker is in like everything we play he's always there hanging out chatting he's a cool guy <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i think it's a guy yeah oh and i also <laughs> want to thank um 
everyone for making my death montage that Ryan put together. Part one of my death montage, our number one viewed video. Um, yeah, so you can see my laughing and frustration and trying to figure out some of the mechanics, especially I didn't know my favorite part of that video. Ryan told me this even, I didn't even apparently know this until now, like until I was done with the game, but I picked a thief and I didn't know that with the rapier, you can't kick. And there's a specific section of my deaths where I'm trying to practice kicking and I just jump off <laughs> the, the freaking ledge in Undeadburg a bunch of times. Cause I'm like, all right, let me practice this kick. And I just like, just keep jumping off the thing. So yeah, they do like a little jump back, back sword stab. So yeah, Ryan told you, me that you, you did it like two or three times right off a cliff. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I told Ryan, I said, man, I guess I was just practicing my kick there. And he's like, yeah, the rapier doesn't do a kick. It does a, a jump back yeah. with the like stab. You, you were doing it right, but it, you know, you didn't know. So it killed you. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's been the most fun is figuring out the mechanics and dying because of them. And, um, but yeah, we got more death montage videos coming if, since that's what you sick people like, um, but anyway, tune, thanks tune for tuning in. Tomorrow in. morning, watch Sean die in Dark Souls 2. Yep, I got Dark Souls 2 pre-installed, and I'm ready to go. And uh, again, appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we will catch you guys next week. So See you later. Silver tryhards. <laughs>